0: Welcome here to an all-new episode of Two Mics, No Filter. Andrea Smith and myself, Dan Tortora, a.k.a. DT, inside of this Dan Tortora broadcast media product. Two Mics, No Filter, coming to you Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on your drive to wherever you are. For those of you on the West Coast where Vanderpump is, I guess you are listening to us early, early, but I promised Andrea off the air. That we would talk about Scandoval. Tom Sandoval, which why is anybody surprised with everything that started with Kristen and went to Ariana and now Raquel? And what do they say? Once a cheater, always a cheater. So
1: I did say that. And I do believe that.
0: Uh, I do too. So, and I've dealt with that myself with my wonderful ex-wife, who introduced me to Vanderpump Rules. So I guess I have to thank her for that. And also thank her for the fact that. In a way, she parallels the story. Once a cheater, always a cheater. So <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to two Mikes, no filter. You're listening to us on two com. We're also on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and many other podcasting platforms. And of course, you're watching us on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com backslash at two no filter. So Andrea, I'm gonna open it to you because you wanted this really bad today. I did. <laughs>
1: First of all, I want to say shout out to the people that watch us on YouTube because we appreciate you looking at our faces. I right. feel like it makes, it makes the uh, commentary that much better because then you can see either his or my facial expressions when somebody says something absurd, which is always good. Um, I did bring this up. So I actually text Dan this week and I was like, we have got to talk about this. I know you hate reality TV and you make fun of me every single chance you can get that I love it so much. However, this is like pop culture iconic riveting television right now and if you're not if you're not talking about it everyone else is so i was like we've got to talk about it so here's the thing wednesday night is the part three of the reunion coming on right so for listeners that have been staying like up to date on this and found out the news March 1st, just like the rest of us did and have been following along. Like, you know, you're waiting on this part three of the reunion, you know, to air tonight, because we're going to see whatever this big bomb is they've been talking about, that there's something that nobody knows about that's coming out. So now, anyway, there's all this speculation about it, okay? It's like, do you think it's Lisa new, Lisa Vanderpump? Do you think she knew the whole time? Do you think it's somebody in production new? Do you think that maybe Raquel and Sandoval have been hooking up even longer than we know? Like, what is going to be the big thing? Because they're saying that the cast may decide they don't want to come back after yeah. they drop this big bomb. So, like, for me, I think it's going to be that somebody in production knew and aired it out and that they're going to feel like somebody in production kind of sold them out, right, or something. I feel like it has to be something like that because why would they turn down this paycheck to not come back on a
0: show, right? I'm going to tell you what I think. Okay. I think it's one of two things. By wait, the wait,
1: point, wait, 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 back up. Let wait. me say this. I asked Dan to study Sandoval this weekend, and go- he asked me, well, what site would be the best one for me to look at? I told him to Google.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: Tell me what you think now. You know.
0: Okay. Here, here's here's the thing that Andrea didn't. I'm going to drop my own bombshell in a minute. But okay. the but the bombshell that I think is going to come in part three tonight is that either Raquel has gotten with James amidst this whole process. So there's a James Sandoval. Yeah. Maybe I still think James is gay, and that's fine if he is. But okay. I, I just. But there's there's okay. I think there's going to be like Raquel has another. So now you're going to see Ariana mad. But then Sandoval is going to be mad because now Raquel has another. That's what I think is one of the potential things. Mm -hmm. And the other one would be that Tom and Raquel, if it's not that, then I think the other one is that they're like they're announcing that they're going to get engaged and he's going to get down on like one knee or she's going to come out with a ring on and she's she's going to have hidden this so i think that there's that that could be happening is that she's already engaged to tom is no. my other bombshell that i think could fall
1: no i i think you're wrong <laughs> on those um i definitely i don't, know. I don't think it's that I don't know. There is a scene though from the uh, clips showing like Tom tell us do are are you in love with Raquel and it kind of you know how the editing goes they like leave the long pause and it's like well just tell us are you are you so I don't know what he's gonna say there it'll be interesting to say the least um, to see that part but what you know what I want to talk about was have you Mm -hmm. ever been involved in a Sandoval or know somebody involved (laughs) in a Sandoval type situation because that is what I think is while it's the most scandalous thing we've ever seen because it's so deep. they were best friends and it went on for so long. I do think that people, AKA me might have some stories about this. (laughs) So
0: so I think, okay. So I I said, I was going to drop a bombshell, the bombshell that I'm, and by the way, I had people listen to our last episode that said, is this on video? Because I feel like I need to see your facial expressions. Yeah. So totally. what, what you played into is perfect because because we'll say things to each other. I didn't even realize we say, but one of us will say something and the other one will react and we'll comment about it. So if you're listening to us, you can't yeah. see that face. Like when Andrea yeah. says, stop laughing. So my bombshell that I'm going to drop on the world okay. and the alien race that might be listening. The bombshell that I'm dropping is that... I laugh off some of this crazy stuff in the reality TV world. However, I watched Vanderpump Rules when it started and watched it for multiple seasons. So when you asked me to do my research, I already knew all the main players in this. So my bombshell is that I know the Lisa Vanderpump, Tom Sandoval, Schwartz, Kristen... Ariana and and uh what is it Lala or whatever her name is
1: the plot Thickens, yeah. And- so I
0: so I actually knew and James, I actually knew of the jacks, I knew of these characters for a very long time. So when you asked me to do it, and then I did my research, I went, Oh, I remember that guy. I know that girl, I know that guy, I know that story. So I had a lot more information that I had retained from Daning's dating someone and marrying someone that would put it on television daily. I retained all that information. So you can be proud of the fact that in my research, I knew almost every character that they spoke about.
1: You, Your ex-wife and I have so much in common with our television shows that she really doesn't sound that crazy to me anymore. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I but, to, but I, I will cut, say, I
0: cut the feed right now.
1: <laughs> I will say the first time I ever heard, I think the name Jax was on Vanderpump Rolls, and I named my son yeah. Jackson with an X, and we call him Jax. Yeah. So, um, I mean, clearly, I'm, I'm a mega fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, I'm. I, I'm impressed to know the truth. And that's that you do like reality TV and Bravo and Taylor Swift. Like I feel pretty vindicated over the last two episodes so far that you are much more in tune, but you did play dumb about Sandoval when I brought it up.
0: You played a lot about Sandoval because I'm the one that knew the whole time. No, I'm kidding. So, but so Taylor Swift, I've started to like more, but to the to the wonderful comment that you made about my ex-wife the irony of you saying i don't think she was that bad since we have a lot of things in common yeah she's the one that i caught cheating in a very like ridiculous just i don't want to say in a ridiculous way but i don't think you want to attach your horse to my ex-wife is all else
1: <laughs> okay 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 I'll, I'll take it back all uh-huh. right so let me I'm going to tell you guys a story so I was probably now again, I want to say this was not a Sandoval situation because I was not married, or I, I mean she's not married, but they were, you know, basically life partners for nine years. They lived together, they own a house. I was young, and I cannot blame a young guy like I could a 40-year-old man. Okay. So I just want to preface that. But I have had similar situations, two to be exact. One is I had this girl that I was hanging out with like early college years or whatever, and you know, we were tight. We were hanging out every day. We were going out together, all these things. And I'll never forget one night she asked me to like after the club or the bar or whatever, she asked me to take her home because she wasn't feeling good or something. Mm -hmm. Well, come to find out. And I didn't find out till later that she and my boyfriend at the time had something going on. She called him to come pick her up from her house afterwards, went over there, slept with him. They had this like secret relationship going on. And I only found out because one of his friends, this is gold, literally his best friend sold him down the river and told me, eventually told me. And it was like, it wasn't right away that they told me. It was like a while down the road. And this is what's even wilder. I was out with her the night that I found out. So I kind of like had to like really play it cool get her home and then lose my shit. Excuse my French, but lose my shit. (laughs) And I mean, it was, and it was, it, it has stuck with me forever. Like that level of betrayal when you are close friends with someone that knows your ins and outs of your relationship and you're, you know, you confide in them if you guys are in a fight or you confide in them when you're upset with your partner or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. And then, you know, they're your friend. Think about all the times you've gotten into an argument with a, with a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever. And, Your friends hype you up. They're your hype man. You know what I mean? They're, he doesn't deserve you or he's crap or he's a jerk, whatever. And then come to find out one of your friends is secretly trying to be with your boyfriend. Like, how does that
0: work? I do have a story. I love it. I do have a story. So.
1: Just with it. Give us your story.
0: I was, I want to say I was 14, Mm -hmm. 15. And so I was in junior high and my best friend growing up, we, I knew him from like birth. Like there's like picture, there's like video of like (laughs) my one-year-old birthday party and he's there and we're not even two months apart and moms grew up, best friends, all this stuff. So consider them family, went on trips together, did all this stuff together. He and I, were on line at the time on AOL and we met two girls on AOL and they were friends and they agreed to meet us at the New York state fair. And so we went out to the state fair and we went and we sat, we had talked to them on the phone. This is before dating apps. So we were doing dating right. apps before dating apps
1: and chat rooms,
0: and we, yeah, we didn't know like necessarily even what they look like and whatnot. So we go out, we get there and we we're, we go to this outside like restaurant thing and there's all these stools and they're sitting, the one girl was sitting across from us and we like called and she's talking to us. We go over, we sit next to her. We both sit on either side of her. The other girl that I'm supposed to meet's not there yet. She's late, I think. And then she shows up and she wasn't fun at all. She was argumentative. She was mean. She like hated guys. It was like from the jump. She's like yelling at me. I was like, this this girl is nuts. I'm not doing this. So he gets paired off with this other girl. They start talking. He tells me like he doesn't like her. She's weird. He doesn't think he wants to date her. So she's talking to me about it. You know, can you talk to him this and that? Oh, I really want you and my friend to work out, whatever. Her and I start talking. She wants nothing. He wants nothing to do with her. We start talking. We talk for a couple weeks. He's he doesn't.
1: After that. the back, after y'all meet in person, y'all keep yeah. talking on the phone and stuff yeah. like that or on the chat rooms. Okay,
0: So we keep talking and we talk about him and she's crying. She's upset. Then we start talking about her and I and I it didn't work out with me and her friend didn't work out with her and my friend. So, you know what? Hey, why don't we go on a date? Ha ha ha. Funny joke. But then let's actually do it. We go out. We spend a couple weeks together. He decides I gotta have what Dan has. Now I don't want this girl, but now I want this girl because I want to prove I can take her from him because I'm better than he is. So if in a battle together, I'm gonna win. Yeah. So she tells so this is right after Christmas. She tells me on the phone, Oh, I really wanted to hang out with you, but I'm going to the mall with my aunt. Okay. He, on a separate phone call, same day, tells me that he's sick. Okay. I go to our mall. Oh, no. Which at the time was Carousel Mall. Now it's Destiny USA. And I went to the mall. There's six floors to the mall, apartment five. There's five floors to the mall, mind you. Five floors, thousands of people, post Christmas, Christmas sales, and people returning stuff. I had a video game that I had to return and my mom came with me. My mom is the godmother of this kid and she swears up and down about him and uh, he, you know, he could do no wrong. So of all the places we could be of the thousands of people that are there of the Christmas and all this hustle and bustle and the time that we go, we are by the Annie Ann's pretzels in the basement and we're right by like Burlington Coat Factory and finish line we're walking. I look, my mom goes, is that such and such and such and such? And I went, yeah, I think so. My mom goes, I'm going to go get them. I go, no, nah, I don't do it. She goes, no, I'm going to go get them. So I'm standing behind the elevator. Mm-hmm. My mom brings them over to me. Now oh, yeah. I'm a person who I talk. The I don't. You don't know that I'm upset with you because I yell. You know that I'm upset with you by my silence. If you if you get me to a point where I'm yelling, that means you've been diligent about being an a-hole for a really long time. But when I'm silent, people lose their you know what? They're terrified. Right. So I just stood there for about 12 13 minutes just staring looking at her, looking at him, looking at her, looking at him. And my mom's just talking to them like it's nothing and then she's like, "Oh yeah, so how come y'all are here and I thought you said you were sick to him and this and that." So I go home. They both call me on the phone. They they got me. They call me at like the same time. And they're on back when you had to like hit the line, go back, hit the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on my house phone and they're asking permission to date each other. And I said, why are you asking permission of something that you did behind my back this whole time? You were supposed to potentially be my girlfriend. You're supposed to be my best friend. And now you guys want to ask me permission. I hung up the phone our friendship after cuz he had done other stuff too but 14 years of friendship of him being selfish that was the last straw we we didn't we weren't friends we didn't talk on and off maybe for another 14 years wow and she but amidst all of this after i caught them she decides now now um during this timeline i didn't ask her to go to the dance with me to my school. She went to a different school. I didn't ask her. And I was like nervous to ask her. I didn't know whatever. So I don't ask her. I don't hear anything about what's going on. He asked her to go to the dance. She shows up at the dance, dances with him in front of me, smiling, wearing an, an entire glittered red dress, red heels, like the typical I'm a hoe, I come from the devil, like that red, that red dress that like, you know, you like, I want you to see me. Yeah, ladies,
1: keep in mind, red dresses and red heels are a trigger for Dan. Don't wear (laughs) such a thing or later, Listen. It
0: might trigger an old 14 year old memory. Listen, you can wear red for me, but I'm saying when a woman does something scandalous or a man does something scandalous in a movie, what color do they use?
1: I don't know, but I, I mean, red's red. not my color to be honest with you. Red. So I don't wear a
0: lot of red. They so use red, but
1: I certainly don't think of a certain color as like a certain scamp, You know, scam uh, when she
0: it. When she came in wearing that red, all I'm saying is she wanted to be looked at. She knew what she was doing. She was I'm
1: 14.
0: Thinking. She knew what she was doing though, and I yeah. feel like this. I feel like a girl at 28 would do that, wear red and be like, "Let them look at it."
1: Oh hell yeah, 28. Yeah, I mean, hello. Did you see Ariana at the uh, yeah. Ariana at the uh, reunion with the reunion dress coming in like? I think Andy said she's coming in like uh, Princess Diana, you know, when Diana came out in that black dress and that was like that cocktail style dress and people to this day, that was like the revenge dress. I mean, what she's wearing, she is wearing red. That's ironic. She she is wearing red. So maybe you're right. So
0: I'm I'm sitting here saying to myself, yeah, the devil wears red. So, but I'm sitting here saying to myself, not that women can't wear red ever. It's when she chose to wear it.
1: In case case you're not watching YouTube, that was an eye roll for me.
0: (laughs) But let's be real. She knew what yeah. she was doing, and she wore. And it was short. It was very hoey. I mean, it, that was a hoey dress. That wasn't like a I'm a I'm a classy broad. It was high heels and a dress that barely covered the boobs and the hoo ha. And that's, that's. I mean, I do
1: feel like I do feel like your memory is slightly, probably a little bit exaggerated because she was that. fourteen, so her mom had to buy her the outfit at some point.
0: Oh, let me tell you, something. No, 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 no. Ask my mom. Ask my mom what she thought when she saw this girl. So, anywho, so, and this is also the girl that tried to be the first person to have sexual relations with me, and she was in my basement trying to do it. And I this, said, "Wait,
1: is this after she out, goes out with the best friend?"
0: I did. They break up after this.
1: I have a feeling that this. No, is No, where no, you're
0: no, 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 oh. no. We, we were. You know, it was before that. Okay. And so she tried to do that with me. I think it was before that. And, and I said, no, I was like, I'm 14. I don't want to do this. And I remember I went to like, get away from her and she almost ripped, like ripped my, my, one of my favorite sweatshirts. And I was like, what are you doing? And so.
1: going to be her first time?
0: I don't think it was. It didn't I was going to say. It. it didn't feel like it. I have. Yeah. So, but anyways, so it was, yeah, it was like, whatever. So they did all this stuff to me. They end up dating each other. They do all this stuff with the red dress, this and that. And, and like I said, and then they asked permission about doing this. And so to me, I look back on that day and I say to myself, that's my best friend. This is my, I was going to ask this girl out. So this is supposed to be my girlfriend and my best friend. They do this behind my back. And there was like, it was just kind of like, do you approve? And I said, why? And like I said, why approve of something that's going to happen? It's already happened. Like, why do you need my approval for this? So, and it ruined a friendship because I thought he was selfish. I thought he was egotistical. I thought that he like needed to be like the best at everything. And after he did that, I just never looked at him the same way. And to this day now... We have a friendship of some sorts, but now twenty-three years later, I would still never put him in a room with somebody that I'm dating because I don't trust him as a human being. I just don't. Okay, but
1: okay. Well, see, this is exactly why I wanted to talk about the Sandoval thing today because you were 14 when this happened, and it literally stuck with you. Oh yeah, you know what I mean to that to 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 a very passionate extreme level same you know about my situation this is what I'm talking about this is why I think America and I say America because I'm being serious there's a lot of people in this country that are mega fans of the show and are blown away by this scandal simply because of how deep and messy it is to think that like what we're telling you stories of or what you and I are talking about is minuscule compared to what's happening to them but like you can see that or hear that you know we were deeply hurt by these situations. So imagine you live in a home with somebody, you've been with them nine years, you're building a life together, you're on a show together, right? You have this best friend who's broken up with her boyfriend and you guys took her under her wing, under your wing to make sure that you built her confidence up because you truly believe she was not the problem in the relationship. You wanted her to have all these great things. You are, you know, basically like three musketeers in a sense, like you're all just best friends. Yeah. And then you find out that this person not only has been secretly having a relationship behind your back with your spouse or boyfriend, whatever you live in, but also like it, it, like deep you're there at concerts or at this or at that, or you think he's at a show doing, you know, Bravo con or something like that. And then you find yeah. out she's in the room waiting for him to get out. I mean, the depth of how deep, It's just, it is, it is wild to think that somebody could be that close of a friend to you and think that it's okay. And I I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, I know you, you know, read up on it a little bit this weekend, so we'd be clear on what you need to know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, there's a part of the reunion last week, the part two reunion where Andy has like this one-on-one with her and he's talking to her, Andy Cohen. And he's saying, so what did you think was going to happen? Like in your mind, did you think that they would just break up and y'all would be together and it would be just this happy, everybody's happy for each other. Did that?" And she says, honestly, she said, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of did. I just thought that, because here's the thing. He's probably—it's got it so deep because he's feeding her some lines, right? He's yeah. feeding her that we're not happy, we're not intimate anymore, whatever. But at the same time, she's also getting some of the story from her, which is that things are better with us, whatever. So it—it it can't be like when you when you are someone who's been in a cheating situation, right? And you don't know the other person. And all you can do is listen to what the man tells you as a woman. Like, so let's say it was me. The man's telling me he's going to leave so and so, or he's going to leave his wife, or he's going to leave all these things, right? Well, like, I have no choice but to believe what he's saying because he's making me feel like he's telling the truth. And I don't know her. I can't get her side of the story. In this situation, she has the side of the
0: story. I roll, I roll, I roll.
1: Right. But that's what I'm saying. If you I mean, know he's telling, but you know he was telling her that the whole time that hey, they they were breaking yeah, up. There's,
0: yeah. This is the thing, okay. Twelve years old, in my parents' house, I sat on the stairs and I listened to my CD player of a song by Mason One Twelve.
1: Okay. Oh, I love One Twelve. By the way, keep
0: going. And it was a very clear song, and I don't know, and I would liken this voice in my head to be God. Okay. People can call it Jiminy Cricket, but I call it God. Okay. In my in my head, I heard when I heard these words by Mason One Twelve of the chorus, "If she got with you when she already had a man, why wouldn't she cheat on you?" And something inside of my twelve year old brain said, "I don't care if it hurts. I don't care how long it takes." You never forget these words because these words are true. And that 12-year-old boy never forgot those words. And my ex-wife, she was talking to me when she already had a man and eventually she cheated on me. So what I would say to Ariana is you were the other woman when Kristen was around and you were the friend and y'all were just friends and you just had a good relationship and you just right. understood each other and you just had similarities and similar interests because you were the friend when she already had a man. And guess what? He cheated on you too. So what would right. I say to Ariana? Why are you surprised is what I would say.
1: True. So, Sandoval's
0: a scumbag. Can we admit that? Are people going to fight with me on this? He's, no. a scumbag, he's been a scumbag since season one. That man yeah. would have sex with a tree if the tree had a hole in the right spot, in my opinion. Well, and, and listen, there were other there were others,
1: you know, not a, not a ton, but there's definitely been two other times that Ariana found out about or knew about, it, and she protected him by not, you know, not believing it in the scumbag. camera. Eye, but she knew about it that he's came out scumbag. recently. So, yeah. right. I mean, listen, this is going to, this will definitely give you props to what you just said same guy. Okay. Same guy. After all that happened, still going to get to back together. You know what I mean? Same guy years later. Now at this point, we're not together, but it's like common knowledge that if he and I are around each other, like it's almost like a property to people, right? You know, like you, like you don't, they always get back together when they're around each other. Just you don't. So he comes into town for my birthday. It was like 25th birthday or 26th birthday, something like that. Older now, older. Mm -hmm. And we go out, we hang out all weekend, um, whatever. Now, obviously we've kept in touch, seen each other over the years. So it's not like this is just the first time. since then something happens where there's like an after party or something at a hotel and the cops basically tell you guys, you got to stop with it he can't be loud in this hotel, whatever. So the party kind of gets separated. And me and a few friends are in one room, and we decide to stay in the hotel. And then I guess the other room where the party was, is those people leave to go to somebody's home for like an an after party nightcap, whatever. He leaves Mm -hmm. with one of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. So later that night, another girl's texting me from the house. And she's like, uh, this is weird. Like they're hanging out together. Like this is weird. This is weird. This is weird, whatever. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's a little bit blurry because I, I, I was, you know, I was in party mode or whatever I was drinking, whatever. So all I can say is, and it is a little blurry. All I can say is he ended up moving back to Jacksonville after that to literally move in with this girl. Yeah. Okay. One of my closest friends. Yeah. And now they're going to be live-ins. and I can tell you right now that there was probably a solid three months of like major drama and in like this you know we were in a scene of like people that went out all the time so you know everybody kind of knew everybody um there was major drama between all of us I mean when I tell you like like I was really I'm pretty feisty anyway but I was pretty feisty um and long story short I think what happened was if I remember correctly I ended up getting over it and just i got a new boyfriend and we all try to hang out right yeah. we all try to hang out
0: mm-hmm. but if i were her
1: if i were her right because make everybody else comfortable let's make everybody comfortable <laughs> but if i were her like looking back at it every time like he had a chance to apologize to me when he was drinking and like you know, talk to me and she happened to be in the other corner. He was always like, I'm sorry. I, you know, I always, you know, I always loved you more than this and you know, all those types of things. So, right. right. So, so if I were her, I would have never trusted him around me after that. And also because to your point, what your friend did about this whole like, like I'm going to show him that I can get there always was that feeling early on, like in the beginning, like, you know, he, I could have him back. So just watch, you know, I could have him back. Just watch. And over the years, this same guy over the years, outside of just that best friend thing, there was always this toxic, like anytime he went and dated somebody else or he cheated on me with somebody else, there was always this competition feeling of like, I'm going to show you girl. Girl. Whoever the yeah. girl is, you know, whatever the girl is of the week, I'm going to show you, he still wants to be with me. And yeah. it's like, how silly was I in my twenties to be like chasing somebody that constantly made me look ridiculous
0: Yeah, to but everyone. That's the, but that's the thing, you know, and I just had this conversation recently with somebody and it just turns me off when a girl says, oh, you know, I always went for the bad boy. That was me. And it's like, well, now you're going for me or, you know, you're looking at, and the thing is, is like there there's this weird there's like this weird connection that i think is ridiculous that when it's like oh i went for the bad boy it's like the bad boy when you're a good man when you work to be a good man or a good woman it doesn't mean that you're not intimate it doesn't mean you're not adventurous it doesn't mean you're not affectionate it doesn't mean you're boring and i feel like when i hear women oh i went for the bad boy And then they'll go into like, oh, the sex part and he did this and he did that. And it's like,
1: I don't understand. First of all, let me just say this. And I want to throw this out there before we move on. I don't understand people talking about their sex life to new prospects that they could be dating. Like I'm telling you right now, nothing good, ladies, nothing good is going to come from that conversation. You're making someone jealous, constantly have a visual in their mind of things you've done in the past. And it will come back to haunt you. I just want to throw that out there. it's just so hard for me to understand because I, I just have literally like your stories. Like I've just never in my life seen anything like it. And I mean, obviously not seen or heard anything like it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what in the literal world is happening? I mean, it's like, do, is it really that bad out there? <laughs> it's like yeah. my thought.
0: Yeah. I have friends that stopped dating. One of my closest friends stopped dating a bunch of years ago. And I said, are you opposed? I just
1: never dated since.
0: Yeah, I said, "Are you opposed to it?" And He goes, "No." He's like, "I've just been through so much, and I don't want to deal with the drama. So if a woman came around, I would give her a shot, absolutely. But right. I'm not going. I'm not going to seek it out." Is what he told me because he's tired. He was tired of the abuse. Right. And he's a, and he's a really good man. So you know, I mean, I it, and and I've heard in of my crazy stories, my mom will tell me, you know, what happened to you, Dan? Well, it just happened to you know my 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 friend's son just found out that his best friend had been going behind his back and i mean i remember a kid i grew up with his his brother's best friend went behind his back with the girl that he was supposed to marry
1: I mean, what well, I was going to say, you hear about this happening, like wives and husbands, like somebody sleeps with the bridesmaid right before the wedding or somebody sleeps with like, like the wife slept with the brother or whatever. I mean, you do hear of these things happening, which it's, it's just straight insanity, to be honest with you. I just, can not I can't, I, I, in what world no. I understand, I understand feelings and those things, right? I understand that maybe even in some cases, like let's say it was a girl and she was really attracted to the brother, right? I understand in some cases that maybe you married the wrong brother, like whatever things happen, right? But I think where it gets kind of stuck is in what world do you think that this is going to go over well and everyone will be happy for you in the long run? Because it will never like when you are in a situation like a Raquel, Tom Sandoval, Ariana situation, or like what we just said with family members, whatever, there is no reality that this is ever going to be comfortable for the people involved. And if you two ultimately end up together, great. But in no reality will that other person ever forgive you for that. Like it just won't happen. Well, it won't happen.
0: Right. And and I tell these stories on the show not to out somebody and make them look bad. I don't use their name. I don't say where, where you know, where they're at or what they're doing. I tell the story because I want, number one, I want people to know that they're not the only one out there. Number two, I want people to not think they're crazy when they're going through it. Yeah. Because I've told, you know, the of the few people that I spoke with, their response was the same. They're like, that's so weird that somebody would say that it's so weird that somebody would do that because Mm -hmm. and i know the difference at 37 years old i know the difference between like trying something on and then saying you look ridiculous and then like you bump shoulders and you kind of giggle and you put your arm around and somebody going you look gay And, and she didn't say gay Sometimes it was that other word that I don't say that's a derogatory term to gay people. So because I think that word is terrible and it was used in my high school all the time and it was awful. So, I mean, to me, there was a constant like nag. Right. And I didn't appreciate it because and I told her, I said, there's things that I could have said that I I, I could have said differently. Like she didn't like certain music that I played. So she said to me, and we liked a lot of the same music, but she said to me out of nowhere, she goes, the last two songs that you played, just so you know, the last two in a row, I'm not fond of either one. And I was well, like, who cares what you think? Right. Yeah. The, exactly. so asked, did you ask her? Did no. you say, do you like these, these songs? I, I I might have said something about, oh, I said, I was like, this is a song I'm going to play when I come out to do comedy. And so she says that to me and she said, well, what do you want me to lie? You want me to pretend that I like it? I go, no. I said, there's just a difference between being honest and being rude. There's no need to be rude. Now, I responded in a way that I think could have been better. I said to her.
1: I mean, I can see that. Like, if you played a song, this is what I want to come out to, whatever, for my show. And like, I didn't like the song. I can be like, "Eh, I don't really like the song. Like, but I, But cool. (laughs) That would be kind of my thoughts on it.
0: So after she had said that, coupled with all the other things that she had done, I said, wait a minute. Where are all the women that I dated that didn't like my music? And I looked around my car while I was driving. I was like, oh, wait, they're not here either. And so she was like, that was such a jerk thing to say. And it was a jerk thing to say. And I could have said something different. Period. Aside from that, I'm not going to apologize for the sentiment. Because the sentiment that could have been said a lot better by me because I was wrong for how I said it. The sentiment of, you think at 37 years old, I'm going to let another woman run me? Absolutely not. I've been there, done that, did everything, laid on the ground so she could walk on me over the puddle. I'm not doing that anymore. And and so my kindness being taken for weakness, no. So I didn't need to say where all my ex-girlfriends didn't like my music, AKA where all the other people that try to control me is what I was saying in my head. I'm not apologizing for the sentiment. I'm apologizing for the way that I said it because it was the wrong, it was the wrong thing to say. I just find it very interesting to go all the way back to Sandoval and all that stuff that people talk about past relationships or, or keep certain things alive that, and the funny thing is, People will talk to you about stuff. And the moment you mention theirs, they lose their mind. And that's how she was. Oh, yes. She yeah. lost her mind. I had a girl tell me one time we were dating. There was this guy that she was that she was friends with forever. And she would go home and I wouldn't be there with her. And because she lived in New Jersey, I lived in New York. We went to college together. And she would go home and she'd talk about this guy. And she talked talk about this guy. she talked talk about this guy. She'd talk about this guy, she'd talk about this guy. So we have a fight for like five hours. And I'm just saying the same thing. I'm like, why can't you understand that your relationship with him makes me uncomfortable? So then I said, you know what? Let me try something different. Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. Let me try something different since she's not hearing me. So we're laying in bed. I'm looking up at the ceiling. I go, what would you do if I had a friend like Adam? What if you do if I had a girl in my life that was just like Adam? She said, I would would cut your balls off and staple them to the ceiling. She said that without a burp immediately. And I looked at her and I go... You've been fighting with me for 5 hours about how I feel and if I did the exact same thing to you, you just threatened to cut my balls off and staple them to the ceiling, yet you couldn't understand me for the last 5 hours.
1: So did she
0: what well, then what happened? Then she- then she continued to talk to him and hang out with him until we and then we eventually broke up.
1: Well, so somebody commented on our, uh, I think it was like one of our Instagram posts or whatever. They're like, you know, we want to hear about some good dating stories from Dan. And I am here just to tell the people that I am sorry (laughs) there is none. And um, (laughs) we, we don't have any yet, yet. We're optimistic that in good time, we will get to the root of this problem and we will find them. But at this stage in the game, we only have funny or bad stories
0: to share. Listen, there is some good ones there. You know what? You know what? To the people, to the listen, and and to I want people to understand something. I am telling you the truth. I've never lied on this show, I've never lied on any of my shows. I'm the same person on the air and off the air. Hand to God, may God strike me here in the studio. I have not lied about the women that I've dated, the situations that I've been under. I do not use their names. And I do not say, I don't say anything that can let you know who they are or where they are, because I am not seeking to mess up their life. Right. What they did to me was their choice. I do not believe in an eye for an eye because it does make the whole world blind. When I tell you these stories on the show, it is for you to laugh, to know you're not the only one and to hopefully find some peace as we move forward to see me at 37 years old and I'm okay. I, I realized who this girl was in a ten-day period, and the last day, I she did the same stuff she did the day before, and it bothered me less because I have the tools in my life to get better. So, to the people I, that are saying for like a normal girl, you right. know, where are the normal girls
1: out there? Where are the normal? Just want to find somebody, like to go to Disney World, enjoy, um, you know, comics, things like that. Like, where are those girls? Hey, have you been to Comic-Con? Maybe you would meet, be, I'm being serious. Maybe you'd meet I've, somebody yeah, there?
0: yeah, I've been to a bunch of them. So, but, but, so I just want to be clear that what has happened to me is the truth. I'm not here to condemn women. I am here to make jokes and help you realize that your life is going to be okay. I do not think ill of women. I am questionable about women 20 to 40 on what happened that they don't believe in God and they're mad at people and all I don't understand that part, but I was raised by incredible women. I respect women. I cook for them. I open the door. I clean. I do all that stuff. So when I'm telling these stories, it is the absolute truth. I'm joking. I'm having fun. But I in no way, shape or form ever wanted to tell any of these stories. I want to get married at five years old in a sandbox and have a Boy Meets World Life. So let me leave you with a good story since you want one. And I'm going to say her name because she deserves it. Okay. Maureen. Maureen. Hello, Maureen. Maureen in college. Her and I were perfect in so many ways. I didn't love her in that romantic way, where I felt like I could be her husband. So I broke it off, because I refused to lie to a woman, waste her time, waste her money and waste her energy.
1: And we appreciate that. So does Maureen. Thank you.
0: So because I felt like Maureen deserved the best. I I thought Maureen Maureen deserved her person. And I was not her person. Now I could have married her, she would have spent money on me, we would have traveled the world, we would have had a great life but I felt like I was keeping the heart meant for her from her if I stayed in its path. So I left because she deserved to find her right. And I deserved to find my right. And neither one of us was wrong. And I will say this about Maureen. Maureen is funny. She is kind. She is a great mother. She is an amazing person. She has been through hell and back. Cancer can't beat her. Nothing can beat her. She has always been on my mind because I will always love and appreciate her love and the way that she treated me I just wasn't the right person for her I would also mention Darby who I met in Florida Darby and I dated at a time where I was not ready to date and I realized that and I was selfish and I was wrong in continuing to date her when I knew that I wasn't over somebody else And Darby is now married, she's got kids, and she looks happy, and that makes me happy. And maybe she'll never forgive me for the fact that I wasted her time. But I did not want to, and I did not intend to be a selfish person. And we dated for, you know, just a, a few months. But I felt like every second with her, she tried, and she was good, and she was kind, So folks, I don't have all bad stories. I share with you things that I can spin into a funny way, but there's not a bad thing I can say about Darby or Maureen and I never will.
1: Well, I think too, that just, I think from a female's perspective that like it was probably therapeutic for some women to hear that, because I think that there are people that have been in their past that they loved very much. And, um, yeah. ultimately like you said perfect like everything seemed to be great but he either wasn't ready at the time or you know didn't love her to that same level that she loved him right yeah. and i think that that you know a lot of women i think if the relationship's not toxic right but just timing's wrong which timing is a real thing you know i believe in timing but sometimes it's the right person wrong time or You know, whatever. But I think that there's a lot of women carrying around that hurt from somebody that they truly loved that they felt like could be the one. And for whatever reason, they just weren't the one for them. And I think that that, um, you know, just that to be chosen kind of thing. So, I appreciate you sharing that today because I do think there's some probably some women out there that always wonder if they matter to somebody. You know what I mean? And just to hear somebody say that, like, and hear you say that, like, from afar, you've seen that she's happy. She's got these great things going on for her. I think that a lot of women wonder if they have an ex, you know, from the past or whatnot. Do they ever think of them? Do they ever yeah. wish the best for them or whatever? So, I appreciate you sharing that because I do think it was probably therapeutic for women to hear.
0: Well, you know, and for men, too, because I have been there. Yeah. You know how hard it is to tell a woman that there's nothing wrong with her at all. She's just not my person because I was there. Yeah, I've had my heart broken. I had a girl that right when I got out of college, broke my heart to the point where I laid in bed for two weeks. Yeah, I laid in bed for two weeks. I cried. I didn't want to go to work. I was calling out. I legit. I didn't want to answer the phone. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to eat. I've been there. Trust me. I I get it. So I know what it's like to say why. And that's why I mentioned Maureen and Darby because they might not think it, but it was one of the hardest things in my life I've ever had to do to stand and look someone in the eye. And I'm, I'm... it sounds like I'm doing the lyrics to a 98 Degrees song, but to look someone in the eye and yeah. say, I don't love you, which is a 98 degree, but it's true. It's I I to say, I I love you as a person, but I'm not your person. I mean, Darby asked me to move back to her hometown with her and with the right person. I would have done it. You know, I would have done it in a heartbeat. I don't regret that I didn't do it, but it's like I wanted to say to her, like, oh, my God, like if this if this was it for the both of us, I would have done that. Right. And, you know, but it wasn't right for me. So we would have moved back there. We would have broken up. You would have felt lost. I would have felt lost. It's not fair. And with Maureen, it's the same thing. And, and that, you know, it's like, I know what it's like to love somebody so much. And I've loved women of all different shapes and sizes. I've loved women of all different colors I've loved women of all different heights, of all different weights, of all different likes, of all different dislikes. Like I don't have a type where I'm like, a woman's got to be skinny like this, or a woman's got to have this chest, or a woman's got to have this hair color, or she's got to have this eye color, or she's got to have this whatever. Like If you looked at my ex-girlfriends, it's all across the spectrum of my belief that women are beautiful. And this last one I'm talking about, she wasn't necessarily looking like the last person I dated or the person before that. And I said to my parents, and I quote, I could see past our differences in certain areas, but I couldn't see past her attitude and treatment of me. It has nothing to do with what she looks like. It has nothing to do with how she talks. It had to do with how she made me feel. And to be 37 years old and not be chasing a certain physique of a woman But wanting a woman to, yeah, I want to be attracted to her, but I want her to be good to me. And this woman was not kind to me. And that was her downfall, was her lack of kindness. I mean, I told her about a story where I was in a wheelchair when I got injured at Disney and she continued to text on her phone and didn't say a single word. And to me, when you tell somebody of such a hard and painful and emotional time in your life and they don't respond you talk about one word text messages or happy birthday period try walking out of a park in dead silence with a woman and you're pointing to the parking lot where the wheelchair was and you're t- painting this picture of this really hard time and you were dating a girl who refused to acknowledge that you were in a wheelchair and she wouldn't even help you so you had to wheel yourself around the park and you were all alone and to have her not even say she didn't she didn't say a word for minutes And then she started talking about something that was a totally different subject and stuff like that hurts.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, I would say going back to the two good stories that if you are a guy listening and you're in a similar situation, like as hard as it is, like you have to tell the girl, you know, and just, you know, tie back to Tom Sandoval, he should have told Ariana that he was unhappy. Like, like literally told her not, tell her, then they make up the next day. And then everything seems fine. Like if you are not happy in a situation, you owe it to each other to tell each other so that that person can actually find somebody that loves them. Like they've always wanted to be loved. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no benefit into staying in a situation for anybody. If all you're going to do is cheat or, you know, I find people too, that I, and Tom Sandoval is probably like this, it's almost like they want to give somebody a reason to leave them so they don't have to be the leader.
0: Right, yeah, it's a security there's this security blanket in I don't want to break up with this person that I that I know I shouldn't be with or I don't want to stop talking to this person that I know I shouldn't date because they ultimately
1: really might find somebody better and yeah. that
0: I don't want not to be, I don't women. want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be. What if I'm
1: making a mistake? What if this other person doesn't pan out? I still want to keep this person around.
0: I mean. Like I can tell you that. I got hurt by so many women, most of them women that I knew I shouldn't be with because I didn't want to break up with them and I didn't want to be the bad guy. So I let them break up with me. So most of my track record is women breaking up with me, but not because I did anything. We weren't right for each other, but I didn't want to do it. And then I sit back and I look at it and I'm like, I could have saved myself from so much pain and ridicule and abuse and time if I just had the balls in the moment to say, hey, I would rather be alone right now than be around this stuff. And, you know, and and at 37 years old to this day, you know, I have to ask myself this question. Am I talking to this girl because I don't want to be alone? Or am I talking to her because I want to? Because a lot of people stay in relationships or they date people just so they have someone to talk to after after something or because it's a, they want somebody to call. They want to have someone to call after a gig, after a show. Well, that's, that's the human
1: experience. I mean, I think everybody ultimately wants to have somebody that they can reach out to you for good news or bad news. You know, like who's your person that when you have had a bad day that you call? Who's your person when you've had a good day or you have a good news? Who's the first person you call? And to be honest with you, sometimes it's not the same person.
0: Right. And sometimes it's better to call your mom or call your dad or call your friend or your best, whatever, and tell them the story. Because right. the reality of it all is if you're just talking to somebody because you don't want to be alone. Right. You know, and I knew that when I met this girl, I was talking to another girl and I had gone down to Florida and I was there for like a day or two, a couple days. And i had been talking to that girl on and off. And I said to myself, why am I talking to this girl? And I had heard something. It heard it or read it. And it said. If you continue to keep something around you, that's not for you, you're blocking what is.
1: Yes, yes. And- I've read that
0: before, too. So I let go of that girl before I met this girl. And I let go of her because I was like, I'm literally just talking to her so that I can say I'm talking to somebody. And that's ridiculous. And I don't want to waste my time. I have no desire to talk to her. And so I stopped. And I, you know, and then like in this situation, you know, I said to my mom and dad, I was like, yeah, she was mean to me and condescending and disrespectful and argumentative, but should I give her another shot? And my dad goes, no. Right. She she did what she did. She is who she is. Don't waste any more time. And it's like, well, dad, I feel bad. And he goes, for what? She showed you who she was. Move on.
1: What do you feel bad about? Is she acting like she is begging you to hang around? What do you feel bad about?
0: No, I mean, I I think it's hearing all the stories of like, I'm always the one that gets hurt. I always put my heart on the line. I always get taken advantage of. And I said, sweetheart, so do I.
1: Right. But it doesn't
0: give you a right to And that's what some women have done to me is it's like, well, I've been hurt by all these guys in my life. And I'm like, okay, but now you're the guy like now you're the guy you're hurting me now. You're giving it to you never yelled at him or told him to stop or whatever. Or maybe you did, but you stayed with him. But I've been in multiple relationships where a person tells me they got abused, they got hurt. And then they do the abusing. To me, it's like if we're not. No, I don't. I I'm not. I'm not that guy. I didn't cheat on you. And that's what I told this girl. I said, you're yelling at me for licking my fingers because you know somebody who licked their fingers. You're yelling at me. She probably needs some sort of therapy.
1: And I don't mean that bad way because I think therapy is great for everybody. I think she's probably carrying around some sort of baggage, triggers, whatever, that she's going to need to work through. Because I do think that when you've been burned by people, it would be, it's human nature to relate something that reminds you to something of your past. Like that seems pretty normal. But I do think this, I think that, ultimately you know when you're on a date with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody no matter how long you've been together no matter how short of a time you've been dating ultimately yeah you know if this is going somewhere or if you really want to be there or not yeah. if you choose to ignore your gut feelings or your intuition about a situation and continue on in a relationship that you're not happy in you're not feeling that direct connection to whatever that is ultimately going to be a big blow and you're only wasting your own time now that's not to say because i do see all the time like you know marriage is hard work and relationships are hard work so if you're not willing to put in the hard work then blah 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 here's where i think people get get off on this because as a married person Marriage is hard work in the sense of two people wanting to be together and to make it work. And there's a lot of days that you're going to disagree on things. There's a lot of things that come up in everybody's single life, especially when you add kids to the mix, right? You lose out on having any sort of actual uh, dates and, and stuff like that. Continue dating your spouse is another one. you got to keep continuing. However, yeah. marriage is only worthy of working on it when Two people genuinely love each other and want to make it work. Yeah. If you don't really feel the love for that person and you keep saying, well, oh, marriage is hard work, you're supposed to stick it out. I disagree with that. I really do. I think that, you know, when you look back at, oh, well, people in the 50s and 60s, they didn't get divorced, da, 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 da. they didn't. That's because women didn't have any source of income and they had to stay with their husband, they had to stick it out. Right? They didn't have the options that women today have to leave a situation if they're not happy. So, while yes, social media, things like that play into it, I just think that you know, ultimately, you know, yeah. if it's going to work or not.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think, I think with me, you know, you hear somebody say, well, I've always been hurt. And I said, yeah, me too. But the, di- and I told her, I said, the difference between you and I is, I've healed you haven't healed yet and it's not, not that. but it's Based like what I, you're
1: telling me she said I agree with that
0: and I was like I've healed right you know you you would never move because you moved for your ex-husband but I didn't say that I would never move and and so to me it, it's just that reality of saying hey I worked on myself and I'm working on myself every single day because that's the only way you get better And I ask for help if I need it, but I don't nitpick, you know, and when life is already hard enough, you don't need somebody tapping on your shoulder repeatedly like this, because even the nicest person is going to react. Right. And and that, and that to me is, yeah, Andrea, you know what? Am I perfect? No. Can I be better at things? Always. In this situation, you would have grabbed me, pulled me aside and said, does she do, does she do this to you every day? Right. What are you doing? Right. I mean, it would have been as simple as that. And cause I don't say things the first or second time. Okay. You know what? Maybe that's a mistake. Maybe you're having a moment, but when you do it, so, if you do it enough for me to, to make mention of it and say, Hey, do you do this all the time? Then you're doing it too much. Right. And I, and I didn't yell. I just talked, you know, I tried to have an honest conversation and I said to her, like, these are the things that are bothering me, you know, and if she, and her response was, well, you're not perfect either. I got a laundry list of things that are wrong with you. And I said, that response right there shows me we're two different people because well, I'm." Listen,
1: she's got a laundry list of things wrong with you. Well, guess what? She's not really vibing with you either. She ain't feeling it because if she's already in her mind, got a laundry list of things wrong and y'all just barely, it, when you first start dating somebody, you should be completely smitten, right? If right. already you're having these types of fights and problems this is not not only not worth and there's nothing i'm not saying there's anything wrong with her i'm saying together did not work right that's all together did not work if you're having this many problems yeah you're excited to see each other and get together in florida and hang out for the week whatever this should feel like a vacation you should be so excited to be with that person like this whole long distance thing only should make the bond stronger when you're together right so the fact that it was so bad, right. this is not a, I feel bad. Should I call situation? This is like a, okay, tried it. Didn't work. Move on.
0: Right. And that, cause I was the one, I was really excited. And yeah. at the end, in the last three days of my trip, I could not wait to go home.
1: Uh, I would have gone home sooner. Why didn't you just change your flight? I would have. Because I. You could not keep me somewhere. I did not want to be. I can tell you that right now.
0: I've been. And the, and the, the way that it was set up. And what I had done, I was like, I mean, I got to a point where I'm like, I would just rather sleep under a bridge right now. Like, I mean, I I just, I didn't want to be there. I'm telling you
1: right now, you could not pay me a million dollars. I'm the type of person, and I've been this way, I wish my mom could call in right now and talk to us about this. I'm the type of person even like middle school, high school, whatever. If I was at the sleepover and decided in my mind, I was not happy there anymore and wanted to leave. I did not care what time of night it was. I was calling my parents. And the moment I got in that car, it was, whew, feels so good. I am also the type of person that if I'm not happy in a situation, I'm not staying in the hotel. I'm getting in the car, I'm driving home. Yeah. So yeah. I, you could not have paid me to stay the three days.
0: And that that was the thing is in the last three days, I was just kind of sitting there like, All right. You know what? I'm doing this because I felt bad. She bought a ticket to this. I feel bad if I don't go. But then I'm there and it was just constant. And if I didn't say anything, there was no problem. But the moment that I said I like something, well, I don't like that. And it got to a point where it's like, I feel like you're just saying you don't like it because I said I do. I don't even think you know. It sounds that
1: way. I mean, it sounds that way. It's like, and I have to wonder, too, like when you get to that point, you feel like we're just not vibing. Yeah. You're both picking up on it. It's not like one person's not picking up on it. You're picking up on it. Then I do think you're both trying to do things to irritate each other just to shut it down.
0: Yeah. Me, I just, I just go quiet. I mean, that's how I go. So, Sandoval, if you weren't happy, you should have had the decency to end the relationship. Don't, yeah, act Sandoval, with-
1: you should not have stayed quiet. If you were unhappy in the relationship and said, "Oh, I tried to end it so many times," I'm telling you right now, this bombshell is going to drop Wednesday night. Is that probably that Raquel and Tom have been going on longer than everyone knows already? And I think that it's going to come out that he promised Raquel, he was telling her and doing all these things, and so she lives up to her end of the bargain. You know, she breaks it off with James. All these things. Let's just say hypothetically, the one of the rumors is true is that that while she was with James, it started then you know, yeah, Raquel is pissed because she's been waiting this whole time to be with the guy that she supposedly loves. And Mm -hmm. they already showed a clip on screen of them saying, I love you to each other. So we know they say
0: it at least. Ladies, if if you want Tom Sandoval, just remember you have to share. That's reality. True. So that's reality TV. So that being said, two mics, no filter here with you talking about scandal into our personal stuff that we've seen and relationships in general. If it ain't working, it ain't working and you're not going to make it work. Trust that the person that cares about you for who you are should not seek to change you. Big I learned, facts, people, big facts. I have learned and I learned this time around that I've grown more than I thought I did. Doesn't mean I'm perfect and I grow every day. But I grew a lot more because I took her as she was. And I was not taken that way. So if you cannot be taken as you are and somebody seeks to control and mold you, understand something. If it looks bad today, stop thinking that the storm that's spinning in your direction is going to mysteriously just fade off into the side. A tornado that's come on land straight toward your house is not going to just jump in another direction. If you see the tornado coming, And you stand in the house without any protection and say that it won't hit you and you get picked up in the air. Don't cry to people when that happens. Get out of the way of the tornado. Realize things when you see them on the horizon and learn two things. Don't stay with people that aren't right for you and stop dating Tom Sandoval. True, true. (laughs) Also, what a visual. The tornado,
1: all the things. So passionate. I was like, really? I was like, where are we? Where? Wow. That tornado, it's really coming. It's going to hit that house.
0: (laughs) It's going to hit the house. We pretend like it's not going to hit the house and we all watch it hit the house. It hits the house. Right. It's going to hit the house, folks. Stop dating tornadoes. Have yourselves a fantastic day. Two Mikes, No Filter. Facebook and Instagram at Two Mikes, No Filter. YouTube.com backslash at Two Mikes, No Filter and Two Mikes, No Filter. Podbean.com. We'll talk with you all soon. In the meantime, for Andrea and myself, Dan Tortora, aka DT, we hope you have a wonderful day and that you've hopefully learned something. And to those ladies on the feed, I say nice things about nice people, but I don't lie about the other people. Have a good day.